Hello and welcome to Listening Stories Untold. I hope you're all doing well and staying safe. This is a platform where we discuss about everything from mental health to the law of attraction. So feel free to join the community. If you need mental health support, text me right away. Our guest for today is Emily. She is a conscious relationship coach. She aims at helping women in relationships to reignite intimacy and con- communication by focusing on self-love, which I found very fascinating. So Emily, what inspired you to be a relationship coach? Hello, and thank you for having me. Um well, what inspired me to be a relationship coach is that In the past, I'd had multiple relationships that kind of just weren't working for me. And even though they had their their ebbs and flows and their ups and downs in their own ways, I each time I came out of them, I kind of had self-reflection on what was going on. And and I realized that I was the common denominator in, in all of it. And it dawned on me in order to have great relationships we first need to change and work with ourselves so it started for me a huge um transformation of personal development and when i the more i started to learn and discover i just wanted to be able to help others as well because as humans we 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 crave connection relationship to such an important part of our lives and having healthy uh, healthy dynamic relationships just make us make us feel good you know and and they enable us to to experience this wonderful thing called life as 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 a as a human experience so yeah i wanted to be able to help others help other women and men just have great relationships and understand each other better that was so true that you said that we all need human connections to go through this human experience and i also believe that every pe- person who goes through some i loved how you introspected your relationships and when mm-hmm. we have this ability we have this gift we must share it with others so you're doing a wonderful job and you call yourself a conscious relationship coach so i wanted to know what is a conscious relationship so a conscious so the current paradigm of relationships it is we have this idea of what a relationship should be like so um for example the classic relationship so marriage with monogamy with sacrifices with this with that and a conscious relationship is just bringing more intention and awareness into this container of what a relationship is so rather than being on this almost um kind of conveyor belt of expectations and kind of just um, just bowing down to what you think you should do within a relationship, a conscious relationship brings more awareness, more intention, and also is an area for growth. Because in life, we want the growth, we want the evolution as individuals and within our relationship. So a conscious relationship enables you to just be more conscious about what you're actually doing in this relationship. So rather than being, for example, reactive, maybe just sitting and zooming out and looking at the bigger picture. Um, A conscious relationship really enables you to move through it more with grace, growth, understanding, and also learn and also 
learning about yourself and the other intention and awareness i guess mm. are the key takeaways and i also believe that conscious relationships are those which are not built on the expectations that you derive from social media exactly exactly because we we i mean we see it social media films disney films even you know magazines television even our friends on social media etc and we never really we have this image of what we think a relationship should be like but when in reality there is so much more complexities and so much more to discover and move through and it's not necessarily a bad thing like i think we see relationships as this um you know this perfect kind of like disney story thing and if we haven't got that then we're a failure whereas yeah conscious relationships just move move you through the ebbs and flows and you get stronger more understanding and more growth and i think that's the most important thing really in life that we we can we can move through and with yeah with better understanding i would like to add on to that disney part of it like that was something very necessary to be said that the lows and highs are the beauty of a relationship and once you get through the lows the relationship only becomes stronger so yes instead of having that end goal we need to like change our mindset about relationships so i see so many people not able to get out of toxic relationships or they are single and struggling to get good partners they end up attracting always the same kind of people so what is like the reason for this if you have figured it out and how can they improve this well <clears throat> i think sometimes this can be an unpopular opinion but it's i find it can be quite a true a true reflection everything starts with the self everything so i think definitely for me in my past when i have been in relationships that certainly haven't been fulfilling in any way or not been serving me it's usually because i'm either firstly not aware of what i actually want so actually i don't even i didn't even know what i wanted in a relationship for me how does a perfect relationship look like it's quite interesting when you ask this to another that they actually they're not 100% sure of how they would like their relationship to look they may say that they want it to look a certain way from media etc but what's really going to resonate with them and i feel like people find it difficult to get out of toxic relationships because again because of it can be like a it's a self issue like am i am i worthy enough for anyone else am i going to find anybody else and i know certainly for me i've 100% been through this in in my previous relationships and it 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 starts with the self it starts with taking care of yourself showing up for yourself how can you love yourself the way you want another to love you and how can you show up for yourself the way you want another to show up for you and i think once we start once we start embodying this and we live it from us and we fill our own cup first then it's even the science positive atoms attract positive atoms so we get we get positive things coming to us when we are in that state of goodness for ourselves and yeah and it's it's difficult because we we live in we live in a society where you know we we can be pushed down and there is a lot of things that come on top of us but it's our job to to work through that and work through the mindset 
because it's only us that can make that change. And yeah, so that's kind of how I see it. It's a combination of firstly, not being clear, not having clarity on what it is. They, they want how they want their perfect, well, they want their relationship to look. And secondly, down to, are they meeting their own needs first? Um, we can't expect another to meet what we need before we've met ourselves first. This can be totally summed up in a quote that I uh, heard a few days ago. The light you see in others is a reflection of the light you have in yourself. And similarly, the darkness you see in others is a reflection of the darkness you have in yourself. So taking those encounters with the people that are not the ideal type and introspecting what they do not like about the other person and then understanding where they are themselves like that can totally help this and the advice you gave is so wonderful so are there any more advices that oh, i'm just rushing on words today what are <laughs> you trying to tell people like you coach them what is the number one advice you give to them so that they can have healthy and long-lasting relationships to have a healthy and long-lasting relationship it really is there is, there's, a, there's a lot of factors that are included and obviously it can vary from person to person. But for me, it certainly is communication, boundaries, set it, but also being, be able to be flexible with your agreements and boundaries because life throws a lot at us. And as soon as we start expecting something from another, um, sometimes we, it, it results in some disappointment. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be able to state what is uh, what our boundaries are and what impo what's important to us. But being able to kind of also realise that we are in this we are in this kind of thing called life, and people make mistakes, and people people are all on their own journeys trying to to move through the best they can at the time and with what they have. But certainly, communication also keep your keep yourself still remain as you because what happens as well in relationship is we get these two people not if you're in a monogamous relationship and they they come together and then they lose their sense of selves now it's really important that we keep our own individual identity and that doesn't mean that we can't have a connection with another person and a deep connection with another person but you have to remember the reason why two people were attracted and got together in the first place is because you were two separate souls and two separate entities that had almost this magnetic pull to one another. So it's really important that you, 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 you focus on your own personal development, on your own self-care, on, on your own journey. But the way I like the analogy I like to give is it's like two strong rooted trees rooted in the ground, growing high, high to their higher selves, but their branches intertwine as they go. And the branches is the, is the, um, is the connection. The relationship is a third entity. It needs to be, have things put into it, but we also need to be strong um, separately as well. And that really can, that results in a long, healthy relationship because we, we are focusing not only on the relationship itself and cultivating and caring for that, but we're also, caring for ourselves in a way where we don't need the relationship, we choose to have it. And when it becomes a choice, 
it's more intentional. What we're doing is we're putting more into it because we're choosing to. We're not doing it out of need or out of scarcity. So for me, those would be the, the components of a, a healthy long-term relationship. Forgiveness as well. Um, you know, like I said before, life throws a lot at us and we're all just trying to make our way through this thing called life ourselves. And um, yeah, so I would, I would say those. And adding on to it, first of all, knowing what a healthy relationship looks like for you. Mm-hmm. The thing that you mentioned pre- in the previous answer. So, are there any messages that you want to give out to the audience? Because this is like a very tough time and people are going through introspections about their relationships as well. They're also feeling more lonely than ever. So, is there anything that you want to tell them? Feeling lonely in a relationship, is that what you mean? Like when people feel lonely in a relationship? Even in relationships, but like people are trying to stay in their homes and that causes them to, you know, feel disconnected from the human presence. With everything that's going on with, um, at the minute in the world, do you mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's it's an incredibly tough time nothing like this has ever happened before for anybody and everybody is in different situations we have some people that are by themselves some people that have been with their partners for in in the same you know in the same home for um however many months and it it creates pressure no matter what situation you in you're in and it can create loneliness and For me, I believe, like I said earlier, just really, really checking in with yourself and asking yourself, how do I feel? Accepting that and asking yourself, what do I need? And just getting clear on what those things actually are. And I would journal, write them down and just look at them and see how you can parent yourself first. And also, if you, if you do have your partner there with you, be able to communicate that and for them to hold space would be wonderful. Um, it's okay to, to go through these feelings of unworthiness and loneliness. And I think they're certainly part of the, the, human, the human dynamic of emotions that we go through. Um, but I think what it's about is recognizing them, accepting them and not setting up camp there. So moving through them. The analogy I give is like your mind and your being is the sky and your emotions are the clouds just passing through. So they'll pass through, they'll go. Then nothing is, nothing is permanent. It will always, it will always pass like the clouds do. So yeah, just feel into it, accept it, cry, whatever you want to do with that and just know that this too shall pass. Thank you so much Emily for this great conversation and thank you so much listener for tuning into today's episode. Have a great week ahead.